events dramatized in community are fictional. However, due to the nature of the content, which revolves around a mass shooting in progress, this podcast may not be suitable for certain listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Necessary Outlet presents Community. It's a dance club. Do you know the cross streets? Oak and Spruce. And what is the nature of the emergency? There's a shooter, lots of shots. I think a lot of people are dead. And where are you in the building? I'm hiding in the coat room, second floor. Is the shooter nearby? Not anymore. I, I think he's going to another floor. Are you able to get downstairs safely? I don't think I can. Yeah. What's your name, hon? Brad. Brad Holland. How old are you, Brad? Nineteen. What are you doing in a nightclub at nineteen, Brad Holland? <laughs> Do your parents know where you are, Brad? No, they... This is a gay club. They didn't know. It's okay, sweetie. Police are coming to get you out of there. Are you on your mobile? Yeah. Check your battery for me. I just want to make sure we don't get disconnected, okay? It's 15%. Okay, that's just fine. They'll be there well before that runs out. Just stay on the line with me, okay? Just stay on the line with me. I'm gonna die. No, sweetie. They're on their way. You're not gonna die in there. Earlier that night, before... Miguel had a situation to handle. Okay. Okay, that's enough. While the lesbian lover's quarrel had certainly been entertaining, when the frazzled one slapped one of the other girls drawing blood, Luke, taking a swig of his beer, watched Miguel spin around from behind the bar to intervene. Uh, little help? It's my night off. Enjoy. After I just defended you to Idaho? Really? Referring to the man who'd hit on Luke earlier, only to back away once Luke revealed he was trans. Greatly appreciated. You know what? I'm going to buy you a Coke. I will get you for this. Uh, enjoy. As the brawl continued, Miguel sped towards the fighting women, while Luke left his perch at the bar to find entertainment elsewhere in the club. Cynthia, seeing Miguel approach, suddenly turned on the waterworks. She attacked me! What? I just came over to talk to her girlfriend. I didn't know they were together, and she, she's just so angry. You have got to be, ooh, I'm gonna get this on video. You're going viral, toxic Tammy. Oh, uh, I saw you slap her. <laughs> but she- No, no, no. <laughs> Blaming an angry black girl isn't going to work here. I saw you. A for effort, though. Cynthia's tears disappeared as quickly as they had come. 
Final thoughts, dear? Cynthia glared just as the idea came to her. Before anyone could stop her, she spit right at Desiree. Okay, you're leaving. In a hearse! Nope, nope, not you two. Jess restrained Desiree while Miguel hooked his arm around Cynthia's tiny waist, lifted her up, and carried her out of the room. She didn't fight him. She knew her opportunity was over. So instead, gave two big middle fingers to punctuate her grand exit. You see why I wanted to not be out and about quite so soon? Why the hell did you even date her? Well, I didn't know she was nuts when we... Oh, Des, you're bleeding. What? It's not big, but your forehead. Let's go clean it up in the bathroom, yeah? What have I gotten myself into with you? As Jess and Desiree sped towards the third floor bathroom, down on the second floor in a bar where those waiting on the drag show mingled, Nathan, a beer, really, and Hector, I like what I like, were waiting to be allowed upstairs to take seats at Veloce's show. Uh, okay, so, uh, gin and tonic and what kind? Uh, do they have a yingling? They better not. I like yingling. It's like college memories. You drink it all the time. Do you want me to ask them if they also have Chick-fil-A or, or maybe some Barilla pasta to go with that? Can you fast forward to... Or how about I take your money and just donate it directly to the Westboro Baptist Church? Oh my god, you and your boycotts. Oh my god, you and your apathy. You're having a Bud Light. Do I get anything I want this evening? It's my birthday, so no. Uh, why don't you go pick up that Twinkie one over there? He looks like a child, so he's definitely your type. Wait, if there's grass on the field, man. I'm going to throw up. Who? Uh, that one. The little one? Hector rose to his tiptoes to peer over the crowd waiting on the drag show to see who Nathan was referring to. At the far end of the bar, a clearly underage twink was trying to flag down a bartender. Oh, he is my type. He is not 21. Yeah, well, he's definitely over 18. You are everything that's wrong with gay men. Everything. Do you know that? And how is that? That is a boy. And he looks like he's here alone. What he needs are friends and mentors, not some creepy older guy. I am 28. Trying to finger blast him. Creepy. Have I ever seen you as someone over like 25? I like what I like. Yeah, actually, have I ever seen you as someone who's not white? I like what I like. Have you ever even considered someone with more than 5% body fat? I like what I like. Okay, so how about... Just as a fun exercise, we go over and just be his friends. Cool, cool. So, I'm gonna go over first, and I'm gonna try to introduce him to my dick, and then you can come join us after, okay? You are the worst person I know. Happy birthday, Nathan! Oh, go slay the village twink. Hector pushed his way through the crowd to the far corner of the bar. Brad collected his drink from an exceedingly skeptical bartender, and then spotted Hector approaching. Hector smiled which Brad returned, reaching the end of the bar. Hey, you. Hey there. You, uh, you old enough to be in here, sir? Brad's face fell. Oh, God, do you work here? I, I thought you were in, like, finance or something. No, I... Do we know each other? Um, yeah. Uh... Sorry, do we, like, talk in grinder, maybe? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just didn't recognize Right before you came over to my dorm room. Hector's game was suddenly thrown off kilter. As he racked his brain for details about Brad, Luke, having departed the brawl upstairs, cozied up to the bar right behind Brad, trying to flag down the bartender. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, no. No, I remember. No, I remember. 
I remember. Hey. Actually, you said you were going to send me your number, but when I went back into Grinder to message you the next day, it told me you deactivated your profile. In the silence, Luke Yikes. couldn't help but interject. Uh, yeah, so, um, I got a new phone, so, uh... Wait, really? Excuse me? Are you actually pulling a real-life Houdis new phone on this poor boy... Wait, how old are you? I turned 21 last month. What year were you born? 98. Oh, boy, you have to do better than that. How did you get past Frank? Oh, no, you work here. So, um, maybe we could hang out again later tonight? Like, after the show? Yeah, maybe. No. Dude. What's your name, kid? Wait, stop. You, Muscles, what's Twink Bait's name? Yeah, so hopefully that's all been cleared up now. What's your name? Brad. Brad, you can't fuck this guy. He didn't get a new phone. He fucked you and then he blocked you because he already got what he wanted. Dude, what's your problem? Did you block me? Uh, so, okay, so when I when I hook up with someone... Oh, I have all the time for this. Why don't you mind your own fucking business, buddy? Don't be mad at me because you're a douchebag. It's not my fault. You know what? If you want to hang out later, why don't you come find me? Reeling from the unexpected turn of events, Hector went back to Nathan at the other end of the bar. Hi, Brad. I'm Luke. And you were right. About what? I do work here, and you are not 21. Come on, just uh, let me see Velocity. Oh, I'm not going to throw you out until after the show. I'm actually not even working tonight, but I do feel the need to chaperone you. Plus, I think Velocity would get a kick out of me having a hot date at the show. Wait. Did you really just blow up his spot just to hit on me? Yes. I'm very turned on by this. Good. Near the coat check, Nia stood pressed against the wall, nursing her drink, people watching. It's pretty much all she'd done since she got in, occasionally grabbing her phone to flip through hundreds of pictures she had taken of LeVar since he was born. She was really tempted to call her mother, who was babysitting, to check in, but she knew it would only get her upset. So, it was back to people watching. And that's when she saw Allie, who Nia thought was probably one of the most beautiful girls she'd ever seen. The type of girl that had given Nia those first inklings that she was by. Or Pan, maybe? She didn't really know quite yet. To be determined. Allie was waiting in line for the coat check just a few feet in front of Nia. Coatless, Nia assumed that Allie was leaving, so... Seeing that it might be her only chance, Nia thought, why the hell not? I like your hair. She regretted it the moment she said it. Thank you. I meant it to girls, but thank you. Nice job, Nia. Nailed it. Sorry. I didn't mean for that to be bitchy. I just... Nope. <laughs> not bitchy at all. Sorry to bother you, uh, ma'am. Ma'am? Sorry. I, uh, I'm just gonna go die now. Oh, sweetheart. Allie left the line to join a mortified Nia by the wall. Oh, God, no. You you don't need to come over here. What's your name, hon? Nia. Hi, Nia. I'm Allie. You having a good night? Can you just let me know when I've turned invisible? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. I'm sorry. Listen, I know how this sounds, but not a lot of lesbians in here usually, so they all tend to find each other. So I just don't want to waste someone's time, you know? I just like to clarify quickly. That's, uh, considerate. And don't feel bad, you're very pretty. Thanks. And honestly, while nice hair isn't always the best first line, it's certainly better than the hey girl I tend to get, so gold star for you. <laughs> Who's the baby? 
Mia realized her phone was still in her hand, showing pictures of LeVar. That's LeVar. Oh my God, is he yours? Yep. He's so tiny. Look at those little dimples though. How old is he now? Coming up on eight months. Oh my God, you just had him. Look at you. Girl, what is your secret? <laughs> oh please, you are tiny. Yeah, well, my secret is a steady diet of champagne and cigarettes. But I'm not sure I should really promote that. The double C diet. The double C diet, I love that. When's the first time you went out without him? Tonight. Nia, this is your first free night? Okay, so first off, go upstairs and see Velasa show. She's amazing. Velasa? Velociraptor, drag queen. Kind of a legend here. I literally come every weekend to steal material. You're a straight girl who loves drag queens. A lot more of us out there than you think. Okay, so I was waiting in the coat check because mama needs a cigarette real bad. Shouldn't you be vaping? And risk blowing up this exquisite mug in a fireball? No, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> hey, enjoy yourself. Lots of other girls with nice hair. And with that, Allie went back to the coat check. Later in the girls' bathroom, Cynthia considered this the performance of her life, mostly because she thought the performance might actually save her life. She reduced her breathing to the absolute minimum, eyes closed, head drooping. She made sure her muscles were slack. She thought any tension might give her away. She was so tempted to open her eyes just a sliver to see him, to see the man that she had heard kill so many people. But it wasn't worth the risk to her cover. She could hear him. She heard him close the door, take slow, steady steps towards her. Hey! Well, that's weird, Cynthia thought. Jess and Desiree were thinking the same thing too. As they perched inside one of the stalls, backs against the dividers, feet on the toilet seat. Hey, can you hear me? Cynthia thought this guy's really fucked up. She felt his presence coming closer to her. But, maybe... No. No, she couldn't risk it. No, she stayed stone still. Until, she felt his hand on her cheek, and that is when Cynthia did what she did best. React ah! by biting him hard. Fuck, fuck, I'm not gonna hurt you! Seeing that her teeth had sunk into someone who she knew to not be the shooter, a slender trans kid that she had briefly had a conversation with just minutes earlier. Wow, sorry. You are fucking crazy. Girls, it's fine, it's not the guy. Why do you have keys to the bathroom? I'm trying to help you get out of here, you lunatic. Jess and Desiree jumped out of the stall to see Luke, cradling a bitten hand. Your friend bit me. I bet I'm good. Jesus. All right, well, if I can still use my hand, let me help carry you to the emergency exit. They're locked. Not all of them, oh I know- Oh my god, you have the keys. Yes, yes, I have the keys. Luke paused for a moment, distracted by the memory of how he had gotten the keys. But he pushed it aside. There would be time for grief later. Can one of you get under one of her arms for me? Yeah, I got her. I'll hold the doors until we get to the stairs. Wait. Why don't we just wait for the police? They're not coming in. Of course they are. No. 
You hear that? Yes, the sirens, they're outside. Yeah, for how long now? Ten minutes? He was right. Something's up. They're not coming in. He's still in here, then. They all knew who she meant by he. He's alive. The last I saw of him, he was on the second floor. You saw him? The police aren't coming in, not for a while, so we need to get out now, Wait, okay? wait, wait, come here. We don't have a choice. No, we, we can't, can't risk- We can't risk staying in here. And she can't risk losing any more blood. I'm military, okay? I can get you out of here, I promise, okay? The girls looked at each other anxiously. Okay? Yeah, okay. Get the door, let's go. But on the first floor, back in the dark room behind the cabana, Sean and Larry hadn't appreciated the length of time the sirens had been going on for, and how long they had waited for rescue. Instead, they passed the time scrolling through pictures of Larry's- That's uh, Danielle, and, and that's Larry Jr. Oh, Larry Jr.? That's adorable. Sean, whose only clothing was a mesh speedo, borrowed Larry's blazer. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good boy. What? Sorry, I just I just remember you calling me your good boy not too long ago. It's different. No, I know. No, 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 it's different. Very different. It's not even funny. No, I, it isn't. I, I'm sorry. I just I'm a little stressed out right now. It's about fucking time. But when the curtain enclosing Larry and Sean's privacy was yanked open. It wasn't the police. It was him. Seeing them there, the older man, the younger boy, ignited a rage in the shooter that was absent when he coldly executed the first step of his plan. Firing round after round, he really felt nothing, a numbness. But the sight of this man and this boy a boy in his underwear, wearing the old man's jacket, secreting away together. It was like he'd been hit with an electrical wire. The rage was so consuming, he began to shake. Larry and Sean looked confused until he raised his gun. Please, please, I, I have kids. But what Larry thought might save him Community is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. Necessary Outlet, gay characters, universal content. You can find more of our content on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash necessary outlet. And be sure to check out our web series, History, which has received over 50 accolades and selections from film festivals. You can find even more content at www.necessaryoutlet.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Outlet. N-E-C-E-S-S. I might have loved you once I'm older When I found out the world is colder I might have loved you Then I thought I might loved you once I'm older And be sure to check out Jack Tracy's album Older and forthcoming album For You anywhere music is sold. I might have loved you once I'm back then 
I was enamored with the feeling